Welcome in. I'm Clay Travis. She is Kelly Stewart. We are doing the fade live from Radio Row, uh, where how many Super Bowls have you been to now? Zero. This, this is, is your first, first time ever on. So, so this is my complaint. For years, I worked for other media corporations. Like, nope, we need boots on the ground in Vegas. Now we have 38 states yes. that have legalized gambling. They're like, boom, Las Vegas. And now you live in Florida. Yeah. So you're coming back. Do you miss Vegas at all? No. No, what? Vegas is a great city when you're younger. When How you're old were you when you came here? 22. And we did the very first show to ever take place inside of a casino. Yes, we did. Uh, at Westgate Superbook. And that would have been 2014? Correct, FS1. So a decade ago, basically. Yeah. I ran into Philly Godfather over there, and he's the one that posted the photo of me with the leg bruise. Uh, and that's what I said. He goes, I can't believe that was 10 years ago. And I go, yeah, I'm going to do a show with Clay. And he's like, wow, where is the time? Yeah, going? I mean, I'm about to be 45, and I think to myself, like, I was 35 then. And now I'm going to be 55 in another decade. I don't know that I'm even going to make it there. But I, I mean, you're going to make it there. Are you stunned? Because I'm, I'm, before we even get into picks and everything else, for so long, Vegas was the black sheep. Yep. You couldn't talk about lines. You couldn't even uh, bet anywhere else. You mentioned now you can do it in 38 states. Uh, on television, they would make picks just straight up. The without, Swami. Yeah. The Swami with, would give predictions that just so happened to coincide with the yes, Vegas line. But they didn't actually pick. And then in 2018, I think PASPA overturned, yep. basically. Um, and everything has changed in the space of six years. But as somebody who came out here at 22 or 23 years old, are you astounded by how quickly gambling has gone mainstream? So at first, no. So a good friend of ours, Todd Furman, was also on the set with us that day. And, and, you know, in 2013, when I started getting into the gambling space, which, again, was just very isolated to Las Vegas, there was a couple guys in Jersey and a couple other places that talked about it. Uh, from then until 2018, it felt like forever. It's just never going to happen. And Todd kept going, Cal, trust me, there's going to be a media onslaught. And yep. it's gonna, it is going to skyrocket. And that is exactly what the last six years have done since they repealed Passport. I mean, I think it's coming up in May. Yep. But still, it has been insane. The, I, I just blinked and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was six years ago. All right. So not only do you have now the Golden Knights, the Raiders, Maybe the A's, although we'll yeah. see what ends up happening there. The mayor doesn't seem that excited about it. Um, and then well, you she's toss not in. excited about it because it's not downtown. Remember, there are different parts of Las Vegas. Right. Las Vegas is actually small for yes. the city. So she wanted it to be downtown. That's why I think she's not very happy about it. May have an NBA team in the near future. Basically, everybody wants to be here. And the world is here now for the Super Bowl this week. So I'm going to get it out right off the top. I like the 49ers. I like the 49ers minus the points, and I'll give you a quick spiel on why. I love the offensive playmaking talent. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, uh, Kittle, arguably those are the four best offensive playmakers on either team, right? You can toss in Kelsey versus Kittle probably and make an yeah, argument. Fair. And honestly, it wouldn't have been much of an argument until Kelsey has turned it on the past couple of playoff games. He was awful yeah, for, uh, for the second half seven. of the yeah. season. Um, so that's that side. I think both defenses will play well. It's a rematch of four years ago. I think the 49ers will put decent pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm not convinced that it's going to be an explosive shootout-style game. My prediction is 49ers 24-21. to 21. All right, what say you? By the way, I don't know how to brag or not the kind of person to draw attention to myself, as everybody knows. I got the AFC and the NFC championship game both right. 
you got them both wrong. I did. So I've been bad, but I'm on a good run right now. Oh, this is, uh, I've done, I don't know, eight or nine shows today. Are you now to the point where you've lost faith, so you're just taking both sides, so you'll be right half the time? <laughs> no, 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 not not at all. It's funny that you You know, say people that. used to do that before it was easy to track down. Like, oh, guys I would know. go on Those boiler room the, calls, yes. 1-800 numbers, they gave up both sides. Yes. Of course they did. Yes. Uh, it, it's funny how... That's where we really came from was the 90s. I remember being a kid and seeing those commercials on yes. TV, the guy screaming at 50-unit locks. Uh, I remember when I did local sports talk radio, there was a guy who advertised, and he said, I feel that you can move on this game as if it was already played. Like, that was his thing. Stone Cold Locks, if I remember his name. That's and they hilarious. would run those ads all the time. But I remember that phrase, you can move on this game as if it's already been played. Uh, but, yes. Um, so, sorry to cut you off, but... Are you confident really strongly one way or the other? Because our buddy Todd Furman, oftentimes the bigger the game, the less he wants to Fair. actually take yes. a side. Same. Yeah, because so, it's, it's a picked over game, right? Yeah, but I'm still going to take a side and a bunch of prop yes. bets. Um, so where do I start? First and foremost, um, you were correct on both games. Uh, I would like to see that Chiefs-Ravens game played for a second time. Every once in a while, I'd like to yes. see how maybe if they just ran the football – it did I, not seem to be an ideal game plan. I, it was not. Um, and I hope the Niners have a better one. Uh, but what I was going to say was all these radio spots that I did, they said, oh, God, you know how? And I go, this is the worst NFL season that since I started keeping for track. For me. Yeah. Since I started keeping track, this NFL what season. What do you attribute that to? You know, I don't know. Um, I think a lot of times I've seen with older guys that I've respected for a long time, they don't keep up with the market or the trends or they're kind of stuck in their old ways. So maybe it's not adapting enough. Maybe it was just a public year. Those things do happen. I tend to be a little contrarian. Yep. Um, and I tend to, to really stick with, hey, listen, the NFL markets are the tightest. So there's going to be the math guys that say, well, there, there's an analytical advantage here. Well, yeah. Most often there's not. Right? right. Most often there's not much of an edge in the tightest, most regulated sport. And so I got away from I used to only bet my best bets in the NFL. And I started betting more games because my best bets were not cashing. I mean, there was a year I had them. They were 12 and five. There was a year that they were like 13 and five when it went to 18 weeks. And I was just that, that one bet a week was good enough. So then I started playing my second and third. And some weeks those weren't good enough either, Clay. Right. So I kind of went off the rails a little bit in theory, and that was clearly a mistake in hindsight. I also think that right now we're in an offensive mindset, right, from the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes over yep. the last few years, right? A lot of people are wanting to bet on offenses, where traditionally I was wanting to bet on good defenses. And there were hot teams like the Lions two years ago. Well, they were red hot again this year. It's not like I was looking for spots to bet against them because they right. were so hot, but I felt like there was inflated numbers in the marketplace, and I thought that I had a perceived value. And so that would be the first thing. The other thing is I think the eye test came into more play this year than it ever has. There used to be guys that, you know, 10, 15 years ago tell me, I never watched an NFL game. I never watched a college football game. The, the, the lines are the lines. I bet it purely based on my numbers versus Vegas. Yes. Don't need to watch it. Which is like the Billy Bean style. It's actually sometimes you screw yourself up by getting your emotions involved or your analytics, and, which don't actually reflect the game. And that's a fair point. Yeah. I think this year, the teams that were passing the eye test and they were consistently beating up the sharp guys in the market, most notably the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Seven of my losses this year came 
betting against. Kept, you just kept taking them. Because I said, this team is not that good. Yep. I had their season win total under. I had the Bucks versus them. Um, I think that was week three or four in Tampa. I had the Bills versus them. The Bills you had hit, a huge... You hit on it in the playoffs still. It was... I did, but it was so frustrating because I'm like, this team is not that good. Right. Well, at some point in time... They were. They were consistently beating the number in Vegas, whether they were a favorite or an underdog. And every public better was cashing on them. And every person that thought they were sharper than the Philadelphia Eagles were getting their asses kicked. And that was me. Yes. All right. So you went all through that explanation. What side are you on for this Uh, game? We are, you and I are, I'm actually, I don't know how to feel about it. We are in lockstep on this game. What are the numbers reflecting? I haven't looked. I think most of the money is on the Chiefs, right? All the money's on the yeah. Chiefs. So you um, and I are in the minority here in taking the numbers. Yeah, I have been all over this place, and I think it's me, you, Ariel Epstein. I think that's it. I think yeah. nobody else in here is on the Niners that I have spoken to. Both of my Uber drivers today are with me on the Niners. Uh, oh, great, because Grandma just texts me she loves the Chiefs. So I, you know. I, That is a sign of how much sports gambling has changed, that every one of my Uber drivers wants to ask, you know, what side yeah. are you on? Like, they're all gambling. They're all uh, bet. But I'm on the same side as all my Uber drivers so far. Well, it, it So is we're on that. Why do you like the 49ers? So, what is it that you that stands out to you? So we're, like Todd said, this is a one-game sample size, right? It's the biggest game. It's going to be the tightest lines. There's not going to be a lot of value. But you can pick through, whether it's prop bets, whether it's maybe something in the first half or wait till the second half to find some value here. How I see this game going is a lower-scoring game, similar to what you said. Both defenses really stepping up here. Steve Spagnuolo deserves a ton of credit yep. for this Chiefs defense. They haven't given up more than 27 points in, like, two years, basically. Correct. And so not only does that correlate to the under, on the flip side, the Niners have been the best second half team. They would have been awful in the first half, very good in the second half in the playoffs so far. And so I don't want to bet the under 47 and a half because I just feel like something wonky could happen. It happens in the Super Bowl. You know, we saw it versus uh, the Seahawks. First right out of the gate, safety, and I'm like. I was at that game. Yeah, and where things happen. You were a big Broncos fan, so that was a painful game for you. I was back then. after they won the Super Bowl with Peyton, I kind of said, okay, I can put the fandom away yes. and I can bet against this team or I can bet on this team objectively. Uh, but I do think this is eerily reminiscent of the Bucks chiefs Super Bowl where all of my friends were on the Chiefs. Everybody loved the Chiefs as a dog, yep. but the line kept going in the direction of the Bucks. Now, I know Brock Purdy is not Tom Brady, yes. okay? But Kyle Shanahan deserves some credit here. Everybody says Andy Reid's the better coach. Yeah, I would say Andy Reid is the better coach but by how much better? Oh, I don't, I don't, I think Kyle Shanahan is due after the giving up the 28 3 lead. They really, four years ago, were in control of that game. Yes, and then they Mahomes were. hits a deep ball that should have never been completed. And then Garoppolo misses Emmanuel Sanders, I think it was, for what should have been a touchdown yep. in Miami. By the way, four years ago, right before Trump Biden, right before COVID, uh, I remember doing my show, Radio Row, in Miami. And this guy walked up and he said, he gave me masks like a big pack of masks. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing, dude? We're in you know, Miami Beach Convention Center. Weather's yeah. perfect. And he said, you need to be wearing a mask. COVID's here. And I remember thinking that guy was the biggest loser. He may still be a big loser. Uh, but that was the first time anybody ever mentioned the idea of wearing a mask. Safety me. first, Clay. Yeah. 
got it. Go I think ahead. I got COVID at the at the Miami Beach. Super oh, Bowl. I'm we sure all you came got. Back. I'm yeah. sure you got something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, we all is, came back sick. It's gonna be everybody's gonna be miserable after this, and, and and part of it has to do with the way that you treat your body. Yeah. You don't. Nobody gets any sleep for these things. You eat like crap. I've had a bag of chips and a coffee today. You're I, indoors where everybody's like ex- sneezing on I mean, each other. Of course. So yes. I, I do. Every find year, that. I would leave the Super Bowl. And I would be sick uh, that, I, every I had year. Full, that's, there's a reason why I'm taking all day Monday to recover, recoup. I'm going to go to the spa. And then yeah. I'm going to fly home on Tuesday. Uh, Are you going to the game? I am not going to the game. Uh, if the Ravens were in the game, I promised Ariel we would go. Yep. But because they're not, I just I can't justify these ticket prices. I really cannot, especially sit in the nosebleeds. I'm a yeah. seat snob anymore. Uh, I get it. I, I've gotten to the point where, like, I want a good seat yeah. because the on-air product is so good at home. Especially when there's multiple games on. I know this is obviously going to be the only thing on on yeah. Sunday. But, like, on an, any given Sunday, if I don't have good seats, I don't want to go. Almost I want to see everything else that's going on. Every year. I've been to the Super Bowl twice. I may end up going this year. My wife has been with me, so I've typically gone with her. Otherwise, though, I fly back on either Saturday or Sunday so I can watch the game from home. Because that's how 100 million people are going to watch it. Yeah. And, uh I mean, I'll be watching. I don't want to miss it. I'll be watching in the sports book, which yes. is near and dear to my heart. I do miss hanging out in the sports books, living in Florida now. So that is fun. Uh, but I expect the Niners' defensive battle. Looking at uh, over three and a half. You field can go goals. to the Seminole. They got a nice sports book. Oh yeah, have you been? Yeah, it's about this big. It's about the same size well, as the table. I mean, and about the, six I think kiosks. they're expanding it. Oh uh, uh, well, yes, of course. But obviously, like right now, there's just it, there's only one place to gamble in all the state of Florida, which yeah, is pretty crazy. Two of them. Yeah, two of them. Um, all right, so. What about prop bets? Yeah. So I'll give you a couple that I got. Um, the guys at Prize Picks had these up, and I flagged it. I gave this out on Clay and Buck earlier. Um, curious how you, you like it. All uh, the more than. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm, Clay. I'm, I'm in favor. Uh, over on Travis Kelsey, Kittle, Watson. And then I really like Brock Purdy. Over 12 and a half yards rushing. So I did bet that early in the week. I laid a little juice with that. Um, I think it's a very popular bet. Yeah. So it makes me concerned. But here's the thing. The Chiefs. Their one, like, soft spot defensively is against the run, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I couldn't understand why the Ravens abandoned the run. That is how you beat the Chiefs. Yeah. We saw the Lions do it week one, and we should have seen the Ravens do it in the AFC Championship game. I hope that Kyle Shanahan has a better game plan to whether you're, you're running with Debo in the slot, whether you've got Purdy using his legs, because we know he can take off. He did a fantastic job down the stretch against the Lions, arguably winning that game with his legs. And that's where I see this happening. Everybody is thinking, Patrick Mahomes, two minutes left. I don't want to be, you know, holding a Niners ticket. Yes. We can argue the same for Brock Purdy. Well, what I like is I love Kyle Shanahan's game plan uh, and the degree to which I always say football is not that complicated of a sport in the grand scheme of things. The goal on offense is to create space. And the goal on defense is to eliminate space, right? Which is why there's so many uh, military terminology on football. I don't know that anybody, and and Andy Reid is very good, but I don't know that anybody creates more space than Kyle Shanahan right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So with two weeks to prepare, I feel like this is his time. He is due. The Chiefs are not particularly complicated. 
They aren't explosive. We know that the wide receivers have had drops all year. Kelsey was not very good for the final seven or eight games of the regular season. I think he's going to come back and play decently because I think probably he was a little bit dinged up and he's got a couple of weeks to get healthy. And I think that always factors in. Um, but ultimately, 24-21 uh, Niners is my play. Yeah. What, what other picks do you like? So I disagree with you on the Kelsey picks. Any Kelsey picks, you're going to be You're going to go a- under. No. I'm not going to touch them. I think you're not. I think you're paying a premium because his name is Travis Kelsey and he's dating that Taylor one chick. Taylor Swift, yeah. Yeah, that, that girl. That one chick. That one That's chick. Great. So I do, I do think it's really interesting that people want to bet him to score a touchdown. That doesn't mean he's not going to score a touchdown. I just don't think that I'm, the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah. I'm going to try to find value elsewhere. Uh, but where I did find value, over three and a half field goals. Okay, I like one, that. Plus 140. Yeah. Um, I think it is going to be a lower scoring game. I do think both defenses are going to step up. Thus, yep. teams are going to be kicking field goals. Uh, I do like Patrick Mahomes under passing yards. That cashed again for me again last week, yep. or two weeks ago, excuse me, versus the Ravens. I expect that to be happening. I'm going to be looking at halftime, Clay, to be betting the second half under. I like a higher scoring first half than a second half. We both we mentioned the Chiefs' defense in the second half, what we've seen from the Niners. Their opponents' team total under in the second half has been awesome for the last two seasons. And then I'm taking uh, something that's a little juicy and not really out of my not really in my nature, but it's hit four of the last five Super Bowls. Shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. I've seen it. Sal loves to bet that. Yeah, but it, it just keeps hitting. So yes. I'm going to keep betting it. But do not. Play more than 150 at 150 you're at it basically uh you're you're at a break even yeah. and it's not even that it's actually like 147 i think you're at a break even so if it's too heavily juiced it's okay to stay away i like george kittle anytime touchdown scorer uh just for fun i think he's not getting enough enough credit i understand he's been banged up over the last couple of years but he is going to be the guy that is able to separate, that is able to get that space. They're not going to be able to double-team him all game long. Yeah. Big body. He's going to he's gonna be the guy in the corner of the end zone that I feel like Brock's going to have to go to. For people who have not bet the Super Bowl before, and there are a lot of them. Every yeah. year, you mentioned 38 states, more and more people come into the market. What advice would you give them who are maybe afraid to ask questions because it's a little bit intimidating? Uh, the lingo, you might not know it. You're betting the Super Bowl for the first year. What do you? What would you encourage somebody to pay attention to? I think that the number one thing is you got to remember this is just one game. Yep. Don't go bananas. Don't go betting more just because it's the Super Bowl or just yep. because you're a fan of a certain team. I think most importantly, have fun with it. There's a, a booklet of prop bets at the Westgate right now in the Superbook. 42 yeah. pages of just really fun things. Go through it. Spend some time. Do some actual research on it. Right. You can go on NFL.com and you can find any data set you need. Stat Muse. There's tons of them that actually can show you, okay, here's what George Kittle did over the last three games. Here's what Brock Purdy's done over the last two seasons. And you can manipulate the data as a subset to be able to make your bets. Just spend a little time researching it instead of throwing darts, and I think you'll be a lot more pleased with yourself. Okay, Super Bowl's over. We're going to talk March Madness at some point, but when do you start playing around with futures, win totals? Like, to if, if people out there love football, yeah. right? And it's kind of sad to go and pick up your phone and suddenly there's uh, not yeah, any games the to bet. Yeah, and you have to start looking at the future lines and you start have to look in a, you know, further and further ahead. When do you start to pay attention? you wait till after the draft? Do you bet anything on the draft? If you're just diehard football and you want to keep betting, what do you look at once the Super Bowl's over? There's two things. You can bet it before the draft because yeah. books are going to have it open, but you better have the best of the information. We always talk about getting the best of the number, which is what you want to have. But I'd rather have the best of the information. And you're right. Some of these teams pre-draft also – 
I sometimes like to wait till even August, Clay, because guys get hurt. And free and agency and, and free there's releases agency. and everything there's, else. And and guys get in trouble too. Let's yeah. not forget yeah, about yeah, like right. there's legal troubles already going on guys, you know, it's not even been the off season I know. for a couple weeks and seeing news articles about guys getting arrested and you're going, What the heck is going on? I don't want my money to be put in a bad, precarious position for that long of a time. Yep. And have something like that happen. Andrew Luck, imagine if in June you bet the Colts, and I always use this as an example, you bet the Colts, season win total over, Colts to win the AFC, Colts to win the Super Bowl. And then like a week before Andrew Luck retires, like you're like, somebody kill me, please. Like, and, you know. and not only that, I mean, preseason, obviously, uh, let's say you had Tony Romo yeah. uh, to be the MVP or something, or you had Dak if you were fortunate enough to think about stuff and, like and that. And again, I agree. 20 to 1 on the Ravens was the best you were going to get. I told everybody it was okay at 18 to 1. I understand we're talking about a couple bucks here, and that does equate over the long term. But what if I found out right after Lamar Jackson was out for six weeks because he got hurt in in practice? Those are the kinds of things you got to weigh your options. Also, whenever you're locking up your money for that long in your sportsbook account, you can't utilize it to make other bets. So think of it like as a long term type uh, portfolio, if you will. I'm going to look right now, literally, as we are talking. The other question I get asked a lot is, when should you bet the Super Bowl? Like, do you bet it several days in advance? We're taping this on Thursday. Yeah. You bet it two weeks in advance. Right now, the line has stayed kind of stationary around two and a half, right? Over under 47 and a half. So as we're talking right now, that's a fan duel number. But do you expect to, to What's move the money very line? much? That's uh, what I, I care more about. Yeah. Uh, the curious. money line is 49ers minus 130. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so here's... And by the way, anytime touchdown score... Christian McCaffrey minus 230. Oh, of course. Which is crazy, And that's crazy. And guess what? It keeps hitting. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that there's a perceived value. Right. Right? And that's what I try to tell people, that to lay that kind of juice is very expensive long term. Because, again, when it starts losing, you're, again, laying $2.30 for every single dollar you're going to win. Do you like anybody for Super Bowl MVP? Obviously, Purdy and Mahomes are big favorites in that regard. And, and rightfully so, right? Usually yeah. as a quarterback, the winning team quarterback, uh, I think it's going to be a defensive player. I actually, I know I like the Niners. I looked at Chris Jones on the Chiefs side of the ball. I looked at Nick Bosa on um, the Niners side of the ball. Warner was an interesting yeah. one. So I'm going to do a little bit more research in that, but I don't think it's any fun betting a quarterback. I know a lot of people think it's going to be Travis Kelsey, but he better have, he better have like, Nine catches and two touchdowns. And maybe another win. lateral super play. And, and something something crazy. That doesn't involve the quarterback. Exactly. And Patrick better have an off game yeah. and, and, and the Chiefs better win. By the way, Nick Bosa, 80 to 1. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jones, 110 to 1. Yeah. Um, and Fred Warner, 140 to 1. Wow. So the point on that, tremendous value if you were to hit on a defensive player. So I did with Von Miller. I hit that one too back in the day. On the Broncos Super Bowl. And that was because. That was 23 to one, if I remember correctly. Something like that, I got 50 to one. Oh, well, you got a better number than me. But I also was a big Von Miller fan, so that was built into it. But I also was like, okay, how do we see this game playing out? I mean, Cam Newton was never the same after that. Like, he literally ruined him. What did he have? Three sacks and a a fumble sack. Didn't get on the ball. Like, made the business decision. Him and uh, DeMarcus Ware, I think, helped that. Whatever. Yeah. That was awesome because he played his ass off. Yeah. So that's what it takes. And then, oh, by the way, Peyton didn't have the best game, and obviously Cam did right. not have a good game at all. So those are the things that kind of have to happen. But if I do see this being like a 27-17 type game, and the Niners win, they're probably going to give it to Brock Purdy. Maybe if Christian McCaffrey has two two touchdowns and 140 yards, and Purdy looks terrible, yeah. I, I just, I want, I want a longer shot for that. 
You know, Edelman won it. That was the last time a receiver yeah. won it. That was, like, kind of crazy to see. I remember right. watching the game. But it was such a boring game yeah. that he was the only one that did anything. I remember that, too. Uh, all right. Kelly Stewart at Kelly in Vegas. Welcome back to Vegas. Hopefully it's going to be a fabulous game on Sunday. We appreciate all of you watching all year. We'll do a March Madness at some point um, to get ready for uh, the NCAA tournament. But for now, we're both on the Niners. Do with that what you will. We'll see you March Madness and then football season probably as well. See you all.